Have you ever had a moment one day as an adult, you were starting to do your daily morning devotions and you picked up the word of God and you started reading and you said, what in the world is that doing in my Bible? That my friend is what this podcast is all about. I'd like to welcome you to the very first episode of the My Strange Bible podcast. My name's Steve. This is my friend, Al, Alex, your boy, Al, in some (laughs) circles. He is. I go by both. Steve, I am really excited to be here with you. Always a pleasure just to meet up, but uh, to discuss My Strange Bible and Our Strange Bible. Absolutely. This is something that I think we've really been looking forward to and working towards talking together for many years now. So I'm excited to see it happen. But hey, let's go ahead and dive right in so that people know what to expect as they're listening to this brand new podcast. We want to go through the question, what makes the Bible strange? So if I were to ask you that, Alex, what do you think it means to say that the Bible is strange? Yeah, the first thing that comes to mind, and this is me growing up as a Christian my whole life, you don't really find the stories in there strange as a kid just because you have that imagination and everything is believable. Mm -hmm. So I think that the the strangeness settles in when you get older and you recognize that um, the Bible becomes strange when you realize that all the weird stuff in there is actually uh, true. And it actually is weird, whether it's looking at miracles or just some funny stuff that doesn't make sense, whether it involves a random naked man in one verse or a talking donkey and everything in between. Um, it just hits you all at once. So what makes the Bible strange are the oddities that stick out from normal life that you're supposed to grow out of as you become an adult. But it becomes even more um, impressive and intriguing the older you get. Yeah, it's funny. There was a an old Bible scholar who said that if there really is a God who created the universe, then the mere resurrection of the Son of God would be child's play, right? And, <laughs> yes, and that sort really. of mindset makes you think about the fact that you grow up in church and you hear about uh, God, who the second person of the Trinity took on flesh in Jesus Christ, was born as a baby. We celebrate Christmas. The entire world celebrates the birth of this baby boy, whether or not in this day they want to admit that. And this dude lives for 33 years, changes the world in the process, dies, rises again from the dead the third day. And as somebody growing up in church, as you said, that's the normal part. What happens when you start reading the Bible and you come across some of these other strange things, like you said, random naked dudes who rise up out of graves, (laughs) seemingly out of nowhere, out of place in a story, talking donkeys or talking serpents or spirits who apparently lie on behalf of God. There's a bunch of strange stuff that seems to be happening in the Bible that we're reading, and it's nobody really talks about why it's there. I mean, have you, like, we talk about the resurrection in church on Sunday morning, but do you remember talking about any of this other stuff on Sunday morning at church? No, absolutely not. And sadly, it's one of those things where if you do come across it in a devotional study or by yourself, you just skip over it. And it's so, it is not worth skipping over these things. And that's why I say skip over because we call it my strange Bible, not my strange 
specific 10 verses because their strangeness just like it it fills the Bible. And so it's hard to keep skipping and skipping before you finally scratch your head and say, hey, all this seems a little strange to me. <laughs> yeah, in preparation for this. So I've, I've been, of course, uh, just going through my daily devotions and I, I tend to read about a chapter a day. It's a little bit slower than some people do, but I, re- I like to slow down and take mm. it in. Here's the way I look at it. I've got the rest of my life ahead of me, so I might as well take my time and try to understand it. And if the Lord takes me sooner than that, then I'll get the fast track course when I get there. Okay. So either way, I'm, I'm going to have plenty of time to learn everything I can about the Bible. And as I'm going through my daily devotions and I'm reading and I'm looking and I'm meditating, it's like every couple verses I come across mm-hmm. something that I'm like, what is happening? And why are we not talking about this? Why is it there? And what does it mean? So that's why I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah, I find myself to Steve reading slowly and sometimes not even get through a whole chapter in a day. Sometimes I'll get stuck on a verse or two for two or three days and I'll just Google stuff about it, YouTube stuff about it. Just mm-hmm. look up everything I can because I want to know. So I guess hitting me now, a really main goal of reading through the strange Bible, our strange Bible is to not overlook anything and don't take anything for granted because it's there for a reason. That's right. That's right. So let's talk a little bit. We're again, this first episode, we're going to try to be five to 10 minutes here. We're already over five. So we're going to shoot for 10 somewhere in there. (laughs) Maybe 10 to 30. (laughs) 10 to 30, somewhere in that range, just so you can get to know us a little bit and what to expect from this podcast, just in case you want to keep listening. All right, Alex, why don't you go first? Uh, Just tell us a little bit about yourself and then maybe like, you know, what it is that got you that made you realize that the Bible is strange. Like what was that that moment for you? Yeah, absolutely. So really quick introduction about myself. I'm a husband, actually 10 years tomorrow, married, and I got Congrats. two kids. I like to consider myself a family man, as everyone must do when they have kids in their life. <laughs> There's that. Been a, a Christian pretty much uh, my whole life. Something that uh, my passion is writing. Uh, Steve and I talk quite often about our writing, and I like writing uh, fantasy fiction and hope to really find fruition in that down the road. That's a high level. I'm sure you'll learn more about us as this podcast goes on. But my introduction to coming to the strangest of the Bible is actually talking to you, Steve. Man, I guess three years ago now, I guess we've been friends that long or at least speaking that long. And yeah. uh, we were just talking about, I think we were talking about aliens, if I'm yes. correct. And I and so. I, I forget how the, specifically how the conversation went, but I said something along the lines of, I don't know if it's aliens, but like, I just think there's something more existing in the actual like physical realm or around us, maybe not in the physical realm, but a real presence around us that we just can't see or feel like there's something there. And that's when you said, have you heard about the divine council and have you heard about Michael Heiser? And and so I just got, I dove into, um, Michael Heiser, of course. And, um, even though I've heard some of that stuff before, very generally based, I never dug into it and immediately it just clicked for me. And the oddities in the Bibles are still odd, but in a much uh, in a way that fits my worldview. Um, and my worldview really focuses on if if our universe had a creator, that's something pretty special. And I think that there's much more around us than the material world that we see. And so just having that conversation with you and getting introduced to all that really really introduced me to how strange the Bible is, but also how very real and almost not strange it is if you're coming at it with that worldview. Yeah, that makes me really happy to hear for obvious reasons, because for me, what's really interesting is my foray into understanding how strange the Bible is 
actually came after a period of time where I was obsessed with how logical the Bible mm. is. Same here. I was raised in a church, a great church that taught and preached the gospel. I've been a Christian since I was four years old, went to Christian school, grew up in it. And anyone who's been in that boat knows a couple things. After some time to you, you get bored mm. with the Bible. You hear the same stories over and over again. And as much as I hate to admit it, it is something that can happen. And so I, again, I am a, I'm a business owner. I'm a family man. I have uh, four kids and of course my beautiful wife, Tiffany. And so I, back in 2014 was working a IT job. And I remember having this thought, what if this Jesus character never really existed? I don't know where mm -hmm. it came from. It was just a thought. That, that popped into my mind. I, I think it was because at the time I had felt what people in our circles, uh, which I disagree with this language a little bit now, but th they call a, uh, the call to preach. Okay. I had felt this mm. calling to preach, whatever that means. I had felt it. And I was like, well, if I'm going to dedicate like potentially the rest of my life to, to this. I, I really need to think about it more critically. And I just had this thought, like, what if Jesus never really existed? So I think I Googled like any good millennial would and stumbled upon, upon a, an article or two that was like, yeah, of course Jesus existed. That's historically certain. And I was like, okay, good enough for me. And I went on with my day. And then a few weeks later, me and my wife were going through Goodwill and there's nothing good to look at in Goodwill except for the <laughs> books. Right. Mm. And I was never an avid reader, but looking at the books was better than looking at the clothes, the furniture and the outdated computers, e-machines from like 1999 that they had in there. So I went to the books and I stumbled across this book by Lee Strobel called The Case for Faith. Hmm. And I read it and was like, I've never been exposed to anything like this before. And that sort of reinvigorated a, a love for not necessarily the Bible, so to speak, but for the Christian worldview, right? Which I know that they're based in the same thing, but it's still two different things, really. And I fell in love with the Christian worldview and I listened to a lot of podcasts. I started reading a lot of books and I really started to fall in love with the idea of apologetics, of being able to show other people that Jesus was who he said he was and that God is real and that the events that happened in the Bible really happened. But I'll tell you, I started to get a little bored with that too, if I'm <laughs> being honest, right? It was helpful, but the more I engaged with people, the less it seemed like people were really interested in coming to the truth. And the more my relationship with God felt more like that, that God was a, a set of premises to be logically established, right? It's like I spent more time thinking about God's existence mm -hmm. than my relationship with him and what it meant. And it was around that time, probably 2019, 2020, where I had finally pulled the plug or pulled the trigger, I guess I should say, and started to engage with the materials of one Dr. Michael Heiser, who I have heard about. And like, I knew whatever he was into was really strange and I knew it was going to be a rabbit hole. So I was saving it on the shelf. And then one day I was bored. I had a Saturday afternoon to myself. My wife and the kids were out of town, I believe for some reason. And I found a four hour seminar on YouTube <laughs> and I was like, we're doing this. And boy, were we doing it. I started that. <laughs> a four-hour Michael that, Heiser seminar. Uh, four hour, I, really. And I was going through that, and I was reading, and I, or I was watching, and I was thinking, I was like reading the slides, and I was like, everything he's saying mm -hmm. makes so much sense. And it was at that moment that I realized how much of the Bible I didn't really understand. 
and that made me fall in love with it again. And, and that's honestly a love that has lasted until now where I just, it's like the weirder, the better, because when I find something weird, I know that I need to dig deeper and, and, and dive into it. And that's going to help me find the truth that God wanted me to see and know all along. And so that's my sort of introduction to that. That's awesome. One thing that I know, notice that we have in common there is just our kind of notions of uh, the worldview around us and kind of we needed that to cut the pieces all to make the whole puzzle. Like when mm -hmm. you finally listen to the Michael Heiser seminar, and then you talking to me, it just, it just snapped and it all made sense. And the strangers yeah. of the Bible became a lot clearer. Yeah. Because I didn't have, when I was growing up, like I, I didn't, again, I was a kid. I, I was doing my duty. I was a Christian. I, you know, I felt like I was a Christian, but still like I wasn't reading my Bible as much as I should have. I wasn't praying really as much mm. as I should have. I didn't have like some great personal relationship with the Lord. And once I discovered that it that this was true, like this is really true, my relationship got better. But then, like I said, it, it kind of stagnant and became more of this logical thing. And so falling in love with the actual Bible again. Now mm. that helped yeah. me to balance out the, the scales and so understand that on one side, there's this rational piece of things that, that I can always look at and say, yeah, my worldview is true. But then there's just this really cool side of it mm -hmm. where I'm like, man, the Bible is awesome. And I'm like engaging with the God of the universe and he created you and me to be little creators. And this is really awesome stuff. And when that realization settles in, it makes a world of a difference for it your does. life. And I think going into uh, wrapping up here a little bit, I think that's what we want for this podcast what everyone can expect watching and what we can expect for ourselves and our goals is multifaceted and i hope everyone gets whatever they need to from it but ultimately it's to fall in love with god's word and uh, have all of this yeah. stuff just uh, just be real to you rather than just skipping over the stories or like what you said just getting bored with, with something or the same old falling in love with jesus falling in love with god's word and then during that passion for i think I think, especially if you're like a father or mother, kids or young ones around you, because I think that little ones grow up hearing all these Bible stories and then it never shifts into anything more serious. So we might talk about maybe Noah's Ark, that whole story, but then we're still telling 14 year olds the same exact story repetitively as we tell like a three year old. Yeah. And there just needs to be more growth and more interest in the subject matter being told in everything throughout the Bible. So I think that's what yeah. my expectations for this is to uh, go through all the weirdness of the Bible and fall in love with it all. Yeah. So for me, I think it's a twofold thing thinking mm -hmm. about the question of what should you expect if you're going to be a listener to this podcast? On the one hand, I think you're going to get introduced to stuff that like you forgot was there or that you mm. never really knew it was there because let's be honest, a lot of the stuff you just skip over. You're like, yeah. eh, we'll come back to that. That can't be that important. Or maybe mm. you don't even go through that consciously. Maybe you're just like you're reading and like you start to drift off or your eyes start to wander. Right. And, and you just literally miss stuff. That's happened to me before when reading. The goal is really going to be to pick out the strange stuff mm -hmm. specifically. And to ask the question, why is this in my Bible? Why is this strange thing here? What can it teach us? And then I think the other category of thing that we're going to be really talking about is stuff that we might have forgotten how strange it really is. Noah's mm -hmm. Ark is a great example, right? We hear yeah. about the flood, especially I'm really into creationism. I have another podcast called The Winsome Creationist. And I love creation stuff and I, and I love that. But I never, like, I, it's so much of a assumption like baked into my thinking about the Christian worldview now that I rarely ever step back to think about how weird it is that God literally destroyed the entire planet with a flood. Right. 
and then tried again after that and it still didn't work and you had the tower of bat like that stuff mm -hmm. that we like the, even the big things the big rocks if you will even those are weird and so there's going to be some familiar things that we can invite you to reimagine with us and then mm -hmm. some things that are not so familiar too and I, I think all together it's going to be a wonderful journey that we take for as long as we do this I am really excited about it. And uh, with how much uh, oddities are on the Bible, I don't think uh, we'll be running out of material anytime soon. So Anytime soon. It should be a fun ride. All right, Steve. I think that wraps up this uh, quick little introduction video. I'm really excited to keep on going and uh, get into more deeper things as we go. But uh, great talking to you and uh, discussing this first time and excited for everyone to join and watch with us. Looking forward to it. Please subscribe on YouTube or follow or subscribe or whatever button you need to hit on your podcast platform. This will be on audio and video. So we're excited to engage with you. Thank you.